listening to the Just Means Less ACC podcast with your host, Micah. And, well, normally Nick. Nick already recorded his part of the podcast and released it earlier today. Uh, Nick had, I believe it's a wedding or like a, I think it's a wedding rehearsal dinner or something like that tonight. Uh, I was not working at ETSU event. I did listen to Nick's portion of the podcast. That way I can provide some insight on some of the things he talked about. I was actually doing some weeknight matching. So Tuesday I was at Miami of Ohio versus Ohio. But I also, on Wednesday night, watched Kent State and Bowling Green. So I was enjoying some college football. Currently running on about an hour and a half of sleep in the last 48 hours. Uh, it's an eight and a half hour round trip drive i had to be back at work today so pretty much went to my buddy's house in northwest ohio took a little bit of a power nap and then got back on the road um so the things we do for the sport we love right but i mean y'all heard my rant last week um that was obviously me very frustrated uh nick was correct clemson did come in the top 10 I am not as optimistic of Clemson working their way back in as he is, but there is a path, and if you're a Clemson fan, that's all you can hope for, and I think, unfortunately, for the North Carolina fans listening, I don't think you have a chance, because even if Clemson wins out, and you win out, the quality of your win against Clemson, if you were to be in that situation to beat the ACC champion in Clemson, I don't think it's going to be worth the value we hope. So unfortunately, we are sitting in that world currently. But with that being said, um, it's going to be an interesting week in the ACC. Um, you know, it is great to see four teams ranked. Congratulations, Florida State. Welcome back. Or I don't know if it's really welcome back if they've haven't been there in a, this year, but. Welcome back to the top 25 during the college football playoff era and during the college football polls. So it's great to have them back. Um, you know, enjoyed that. I'm on a beautiful evening walk. So any noises we hear, I apologize. My girlfriend's fighting a cold. I'm, I don't think I'm fighting a cold. I'm more fighting that fact that I'm exhausted. So when you're tired, your body just kind of feels like mush. So bear with me, but I'm out walking our dog. So that way... She gets some of her energy out because she's a crazy one. But, yeah, um, let's kind of really don't need to talk about the polls. Nick did a great job discussing that. Um, I don't think there's a lot to talk about. Um, like Nick said, the path is there. I'm a little less optimistic that that path is as realistic as Nick discussed. But, again, it, it is still there. So it's not a figment of Nick's imagination, so it's better than nothing. So let's preview the games. Virginia Tech goes to Durham. Looks like it's going to be a pretty rainy weekend across the ACC. Obviously, I cannot recall the name of the hurricane or tropical storm. It's probably been demoted to now. It's called, but it will be sweeping across the southeastern portion of the United States. Um, So... Even though I don't think it'll be too crazy, there will be some weather involved in this. So, we are running that situation as I'm about to play a giant game of chicken while crossing the street. So, this shall be fun. But, you know, here's the thing. I don't know 
if Virginia Tech is in true quit factor mode yet. I'd like to think that the Hokies have a little bit more in the tank um, than they've shown, or that in terms of this team is not going to quit quit. But Virginia Tech has probably the better talent, possibly. But the better quarterback is in Durham. The better team, better units are in Durham. It's in Durham. There will be a lot of Hokie fans, I think, Three Tech fans will always support their team. Credit to them. Uh, coming from a Virginia fan, I wish we had the fan support that that the Hokies give their guys from our fans when we're down bad. But, you know, I just don't see Virginia Tech winning this one. Um, and if I'm a Virginia Tech fan, maybe I'm speaking very poorly, but this game does not matter comparatively to the Final two games left on the schedule against Commonwealth teams heading to Liberty and hosting Virginia. So, if you're a Virginia Tech fan, I think if you want to save maybe the one or two wins you have left in your arsenal for those teams. So, I just think Duke's the better team here. Um, And Virginia Tech just hasn't given us any reason to be optimistic. So, yeah. Give me Duke. Move to the other noon game. Virginia versus Pitt. Shout out to Nick for <laughs> changing his mind mid-pod to rock the Who's. I think Pitt's going to win. I think that this is this would make sense for Virginia to win, to be completely honest with, with you all. Just because they, like Nick had said, and I've said it before, they're due an ACC win. At some point, eventually they're going to have to win. As a Virginia fan, I just talked about Virginia Tech, you know, I want to beat Virginia Tech and Blacksburg. Like, I've said this to many people that know me well, that for me, my bowl game at this point as a Virginia fan is November 26th at Lane Stadium in Blacksburg. Virginia could win that game. I'd feel any sweeter than any military bowl or quick lane bowl or Gasparilla bowl win could. So we're looking at that kind of situation right now. Plus, Virginia has Coastal Carolina next week without Grayson McCall. So that is beneficial for Virginia. Um, I mean, there's a realistic chance if Virginia wins this game, if they go bowling, um, which I don't want to get my hopes up. I think that's part of the reason why I'm leaning Pitt because this team has done that too many times to me this year with getting their hopes up and failing to finish the job, I guess one would say. But, you know, I just think that as long as now the status of Izzy Abanacanda seems to be trending in the right direction. Uh, but even if not, I mean, what Pitt did last week without him was still very, very impressive. And now people are sawing stuff. I can't make this up, y'all. I'm trying to just record a nice little podcast for y'all. The dog is being a pooling machine. And we've got people sawing. Crazy stuff. But... Yeah, I mean, Virginia might be due for one. I mean, Virginia did look good against UNC. Um, That's what's crazy. Virginia is a couple just, like, a play away from being probably eligible right now between the Miami loss and the Syracuse loss. Um, You know, they have really done a terrible job of making that play that they need to. 
to win a game. Uh, the only time they've done that this year is really Old Dominion. I mean, I kind of made the play against Georgia Tech in the second quarter with Dontavian Wicks's move. That was all over Sports Center, but I mean, I, I, I really want to go Virginia here, guys. I really do because I do think that you look at a team that I don't see them getting swept in this like home streak they've had from the ACC side, and I thought they'd be two and two to end their home stretch before going to Blacksburg. And yeah, and two and two is very possible at this point. Like if you're a Virginia player, if you're Tony Elliott, you have to be trying to get these guys up. Because you know that the opportunity to win is here. Like you could still reach a realistic goal and actually reach last year's record of six and six. And I'm gonna put this out into the world. I shouldn't be saying it, but I will. If Virginia finishes six and six, it'll be a better season than last year. And considering all the negativity we heard, that would be remarkable. Because that would involve a win over a good Colts team, obviously without Grayson McCall, but they, they run a pretty good system with their backup quarterback and the Wildcat, whose name I'm unfortunately forgetting. Um, but he was fantastic in the game that I've witnessed in person this year against Marshall. He's a really key piece. Now, granted, everyone knew he was running the ball, but you still had to worry about Grayson McCall coming in. We're here. You just kind of see if this kid can beat you. But again, it, it's still a very good possibility for these guys. So, I mean, I'm going to give, like, as a Virginia fan, like, we could have a better season than we did last year still, which is crazy. Um, We move on. Another great game. 3.30. Probably the biggest game, and I would say maybe even the best game of the ACC slate. And, yes, I know North Carolina and Wake exist, but I'm talking Louisville at Clemson. This is the game for the ACC for the playoff to be completely honest with you. Um, this is also the game uh, to see what Clemson's about. Also to see what Louisville's about. These are two teams that have a lot of question marks in terms of what can they be, what are they, what will they be, everything under the sun. So, you know, we are looking at an insane thing right now for the Cards and the Tigers, but I'm going to foolishly just stick with Clemson. I know they lost badly. I know that I think Louisville could expose Clemson more, but I just don't think Louisville has the defense. And, and I, I really want to believe that Davo's going to have a better game plan. Like, they were outcoached against Notre Dame, and no disrespect to Scott Satterfield, but this is a guy that almost lost his job a few weeks ago in Charlottesville. If Virginia doesn't turn the ball over when they're about to go up 17-0, Louisville's probably a walking dead team this season. So, credit to them for not being that, but I think this Clemson's too talented. And I, I I think that Clemson is still a top six team in college They have the ability. They had a clunker game. Like, what's amazing to me is how poorly they played, and yet they were never truly out of it. Like, they played terribly. And that could be, like, a cause for concern, and rightfully so. But I think it should be more of a, like, wow, they were competitive playing that poorly? So, credit to them there. But, yeah, give me give me the Tigers at the minus 7. It's probably going to be a 7-point game, but I'll take Clemson over the top. Like, by, I'll take Clemson minus 7 because... I do think there's a chance that Clemson just rehouses them to kind of get that 
signature kind of, hey, we're, we're not dead with 3.30, Georgia Tech, Miami. Georgia Tech, one-and-a-half point favorite over the Canes. Miami's a walking dead team. I, I really want to go with the Canes here just because, like, it just doesn't feel right. Like, Georgia Tech team is not more talented. Georgia Tech has an interim coach, so it's not like you can be like, oh, well, this is playing for their big-time coach, you know, build for next year. Like, maybe they are. Maybe Brent Key is the guy. But until then, you know, I got to I gotta rock with the Yellow Jackets. And I think Nick mentioned it. They're going to make something very interesting going into Chapel Hill next week to potentially go bowl, go, go, go bowling. And a nice little sandwich spot um, for Georgia Tech when it comes to playing the Tar Heels. You have Wake on the road this weekend and then obviously State at home the weekend after the Georgia Tech game. So, yeah, give me, give me the Jackets. Miami, prove me wrong. You're not walking dead, but I'm pretty sure you are. So, all right. All right, the 330 game. NC State minus 19 against BC. Give me the pack. Um, I just, I think NC State's still trying to get things going. I don't expect them to call off the dogs, at least not super early in the game. Huh. They're going to try to send a statement. Um, yeah, very simple. Boston College is literally trotting out walk-ons and defensive linemen. Heck, I'm waiting for Phil Dracovic to be an actual lineman at some point here for the Eagles. So, give me the pack, this defense. I guess it's going to be one of those, like, 24-0 games. You're going to be questioning probably NC State's offense a little bit, but the defense is just going to dominate the Eagles here. So, 24-0. 7.30, UNC Wake. Wake, four-point favorite. The weather is going to be bad. It is crazy to me because this opened at the four and has stayed there. And money is on Wake. 67% of the country, according to Caesar Sportsbook, is betting the Deeks to cover the four. And the money line is even leading to it. Give me NC, or give me, give me North Carolina to cover that. But give me the Deeks. I think, I think this is going to be one of those field goal points, maybe a one-point game, field goal game. So, yeah, give me the Deeks. This spread feels very, very wrong, though. Like, I thought I was going to be the guy pulling the upset pick. But, unfortunately, I don't think that I really have that. Because a lot of people are leaning. Quick boys. And, of course, now the wind wants to pick up everybody. So, that hurricane must be coming. Great time to try to record. All right, final game of the day. We'll wrap it up. Florida State going to Cuse. Cuse, a seven-point dog at home. Give me the Knowles by two scores. I don't think Garrett Schrader's playing in this one. I think Florida State's rolling. I think Florida State wants to finish the season out with winning out. A 9-3 season for the Knowles. Probably, they're probably perfectly ripe for the... I don't know if it's still called the cheez Bowl, but I'm pretty sure it is. You know, in Orlando for that second, third best ACC team. They're going to be in the top 20. They're going to give Clemson that quality to win that they need to kind of stay in the hunt for a playoff spot. Yeah, I just, I don't, I honestly don't know if Syracuse wins another game. And you might look at me dumbfounded when I say that because they have BC on the road. But I guess not a guaranteed win. 
I, I think this Syracuse team has come down to life. They're very Virginia last year vibes. Like, started off hot, got ranked. People started to talk to them, talk about them a little bit, and then reality came through. So, anyways, that's all I've got, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, Nick did a great job of going the full 30. I wanted to keep mine a little bit shorter with it just being me. Um, you know, of course, I'm fighting some noises and everything else in between. So, I just wanted to give you our my thoughts on the games and can't wait to, to kind of review these games, react to these games on Sunday with Nick when we're back at full strength. But anyways, y'all, thank you for listening. It means just a little bit less here in HC Country. And as always, go ACC.